This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. As tempting as it was to overreact following... Week one of the NFL season, it is even more tempting to step into it, to fall into it, to trip into it, and overreact with two games in the books, because now it's a pattern, right? There's a sample size, except for the two games that we have on Monday Night Football, we have seen every other team twice so now it seems perfectly sane and completely logical to overreact or as we call it react (laughs) so where are you tempted to overreact or just react after two weeks with your team granted we have a double header of Monday Night Football coming up in mere hours. It'll actually start an hour early, and I know there's a bunch of people. It's going to happen, mark my words. A bunch of people, at least the ones that I follow on social, who are all East Coasters, some of them working in the business, my business, Many of them believing that Monday Night Football should be moved up every week so it starts at 4.15 Pacific time because that's better for their schedules. Oh, okay. Just mark my words. You're going to see it on Twitter especially. People wishing wistfully that Monday Night Football would begin at 7.15 Eastern, completely forgetting about the fact that there is another half of the country for which that is not convenient at all. But it is a doubleheader and a pair of division games, one in the NFC South, one in the AFC North. Really excited to see what Derek Carr and the Saints do in their second game, how Bryce Young can build on his season opener and career debut in the NFL. And then you know these AFC North matchups are dogfights. And the Steelers don't want to go down 0-2, especially with a game on their own field coming up on Monday night. So it'll be Browns at Steelers. The Browns trying to go to 2-0. Their former quarterback is 2-0 for the first time in his career. 
Baker's back, baby. We have so much to talk about. I'm really excited. But there's my first overreaction. Baker's back, baby. <laughs> you know how much I love alliteration. BBB. What is your temptation to overreact? Where is it? You can find me on Twitter, A Law Radio. I'd love to hear from you. Also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, we'll get a post up. You can respond to it. Many of you already responding to what, and I didn't tweet nearly as much on Sunday because my head was spinning. Like Dan Campbell talks about with his Lions when they do joint practices. My head was spinning. There was a lot to talk about, a lot to keep track of. I should say a lot to write about with my notes, a lot to keep track of. So for that reason, I didn't really have time to tweet, <laughs> which is, it happens every now and then. I often use Twitter, though, to be able to keep track or to chart stats or my emotions in watching a particular moment, except I've noticed now because I'm a little bit crazy on Sunday afternoons, I will spell things wrong. And leave him on Twitter anyway, like Arizona, because that seems completely reasonable. I don't want to take it down now, though, because it's funny. <laughs> well, and Cardinals fans not laughing, so maybe they could at least find some wry humor in how I spelled their state, their franchise locale. So find me on Twitter. Don't need to tell me I spelled it wrong. Already know. Uh, also on Facebook, what is your temptation? On this Sunday night, where do you most want to overreact? Fess up, peeps. I'm going with Baker Mayfield, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're 2-0. and And Baker hasn't turned the ball over yet. I'm telling you, this could be a new, wise, experienced, hmm, battle-tested Baker. There we go. A battle-tested Baker. Hello. We've had some twists and turns. We've had some pretty impressive jaw-dropping rallies in our games on Sunday. We had the return of players like Chris Jones. Also, Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs. Season debuts in different places. Injuries to talk about as well. Let's hope that come Monday... We don't have another injury as serious as the one Aaron Rodgers suffered, though. Did you see the report about Aaron? Something along the lines of, we'll, we'll talk about it more later, but something along the lines of he agreed to an innovative type of surgery and treatment that is aggressively designed to get him back on the field faster. Maybe even get him back on the field before the end of the regular season. What? How is that even possible? Like I said, we'll read more about it. We'll talk more about it. We'll see more about it. But for now, we've got players who are still upright, players who are not in hospital beds. I wish Aaron Rodgers was playing the Jets certainly wish he was playing, but the Dolphins and Patriots probably not so much. Maybe they feel for Aaron, but they're certainly not wishing he was back on the field in what is a very competitive AFC East. 
And we still have yet to see if there will be any separation among these four teams. Right now, it's the Patriots at the bottom of the division. Dolphins on the road at Gillette Stadium on Sunday night and a real lopsided first half. A DeMario Douglas fumble sparks a six-minute drive for the, the Miami Dolphins on the road in New England is a big deal, right? Because they're tough at home. That defense is full of veterans. Everybody back except for the second McCourty who retired. And Miami jumps out to a 10-0 start. Raheem Mostert on his way to a huge performance on Sunday night. He gets the touchdown in helping the Dolphins go up 10 points. And whether they are playing more deliberately, whether they're playing more up-tempo, trying the two-minute drill right before half, what I like is that we're seeing a solid mix from the Dolphins. Tua looks comfortable to me. Not like last year didn't happen because that wouldn't be fair. But he looks like his confidence remains intact. And I like the fact that he has trust with his weapons. Specifically, Tyreek Hill. Now, this wasn't a 215-yard performance. He was largely contained but he still gets free, and it's impossible to keep him completely ineffective. Tug of Iloa is in the shotgun. They wind the clock. Tua gets the snap. Back to pass. Looks right. Throws right. Caught. Touchdown, Miami. It's Tyreek Hill. A two-yard touchdown pass from Tug of Iloa to Hill. Third touchdown catch of the season for Tyreek Hill. And the Dolphins lead 16-3 to with 11 seconds to go in half number one. Yeah, they're able to, as I say, dominate that first half, turn the Patriots' mistakes, couple penalties, a turnover, into points and pad the lead. That's the call with Ryan Radke on the Westwood One Radio Network. Though Tyreek has just five catches for 40 yards, he does have the touchdown. Now, late in the third quarter, the Patriots start to flip the script a little bit, and they do it not with offense, at least not initially. They do it with the defense and the special teams. Snaps to Bailey. The kick is down. Blocked by Schooler. The ball is loose at the 45. It's picked up by New England. Duggar recovers on the block by Brendan Schooler. The Patriots take over at the Miami 49. Trips to the left, including Gesicki on the wing. He motions toward the backfield as Jones takes the snap. Fakes it to Stevenson. Mack on the rollout line. He's being chased. He throws to the end zone. Caught. Henry. Touchdown. Patriots. On the Patriots radio network between the blocked field goal while there was a Mac interception at the three-yard line, which abruptly ended their next offensive possession. New England forces a three and out then, the defense. So here we're talking about special teams with the block, the defense forcing a three and out to help the offense recover from the turnover, and then boom. Mac finds a rhythm. He and his receivers able to settle in a little bit. The same thing as we saw last week in the season opener for the Patriots. They got into a big hole against the Eagles initially and then finally kind of settled in. Now, you wouldn't think a team like this with as many veterans would have the jitters or the nerves. But for whatever reason, they are not playing well to start games. 
And the problem is they're falling into a hole that is at least two touchdowns. Remember last week against the Eagles, it was 16-0. Right? So regardless of how well the Patriots play in the second half, the problem is you're asking the defense to be near perfect when you put them behind the eight ball by 14 points. And then you don't have nearly as much time and real estate to work with. And the offense itself has to become a little more one-dimensional, not completely, but you saw a lot more of Mac Jones trying to push push the ball downfield, force the issue. And yes, finding Hunter Henry, who's been one of his favorite targets early in the season. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So twice the Patriots are able to pull within a touchdown around a two interception. They have a quick punt, though. So it's it's a mixed bag still for a lot of teams. But the Patriots can't afford that, right? Like They have to be really good on every possession if they're going to spot their opponent 14 points or 16 points before they ever get started. And honestly, I appreciate the Dolphins' response. Every time the Patriots found some momentum, sure, there was an interception there, there was a three and out, but they were tenacious enough and never coughed up the lead. Mostert, the running back. Waddle flat to the right. They give it to Mostert. Mostert, big hole up the middle. 30, 20, 10, touchdown Miami. Oh, Raheem Mostert. He just put that into fourth gear real quickly, and it was over. Nobody was going to catch him. Raheem Mostert is the only repeat I have on my fantasy team now from last year when I won the championship. Now that Aaron Rodgers is no longer on my team, it, it it's, was a bad pick anyway. But Raheem is a gold mine, And I moved him off the bench into the starting lineup, just feeling like there was going to be an opportunity to run the ball. And we know the Dolphins want to do that. Why do they want to do it? Well, in large part, to protect Tua. They know, I mean, it's, it's standard football 101, uh-oh, no, the computer shut down. <laughs> not that I'm reading off the computer, but apparently it's not really plugged in. That's a bummer. Okay, well, just lost the computer. Good thing I have my notes. Anyway, they know that in order to have success this year, in large part, they need to keep Tua upright and healthy. All right, in large part, that means prevent him from getting hit. And running the ball is the number one way to do that. You hand off, there's less of a chance your quarterback, well, your quarterback shouldn't be taking any contact then. That would be a penalty in most situations. So Raheem goes 43 yards. Once again, the call there on the Westwood One radio network. <laughs> but if there's an Achilles heel for the Dolphins, it's the fact that they really struggled, scuffled on Special teams. Jason Sanders had a pair of kicks blocked. And then Mike McDaniel chooses, instead of punting late in the game, decides to try a 55-yarder, which is missed. So New England still has life, still has an opportunity. And it was a crazy ending. I tweeted about this called improv football. Jones back in the shotgun. Now moves Stevenson into the right slot. 
Jones waits. Here's the snap. Back to pass on fourth down. Rush coming. Throws left. Kasicki makes the catch of the 30, but he is wrapped up. He is taken backwards. He flips it back to an old lineman who is wrapped up, driving forward, close to a first down. <laughs> he flipped it back to Cole Strange, and it's going to be a first down. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen that before. Get the ball to your athletes in space. Number 69, Cole Strange. And the first down is under further review. Mm, couple of these plays for the Patriots in the second half where they come up just short. Ross Tucker there howling along with Ryan on Westwood One. Yeah, they do go ahead and look at it. I really needed it to be a first down so that we could watch this highlight over and over again. An awkward lateral to a big man who who kind of rumbles, he stumbles, and then he somehow, well, he gets a push from behind, somehow manages to even get close to the first down marker. But ultimately, the Dolphins stop the Pats on fourth down, and they're able to preserve their second win of the season. Now, coming up, we'll hear from Mike McDaniel, who is far more loquacious than Bill Belichick. Shocker. And also Tua. And Tyreek Hill has a message for the Patriots fans and why the Patriots locker room is not discouraged. I mean, how about don't get into a two-touchdown hole in the first half and your season looks a whole lot different. So I can easily see a silver lining with New England. They just got to come. Here's the problem, though. Two losses on their own field to start the season. That's an issue. And so in getting behind... And being unable to come all the way back in losing games to Philadelphia and Miami, who are both playoff teams a year ago, you've missed major opportunities at Gillette Stadium. It does not get easier when you go on the road. And so that's the issue. The silver lining is stop coming out flat. Stop coming out with a bunch of mistakes. Play the first halves like you've played the second halves. And this is easily a competitive team. But to lose these first two on the ro- or on the on the home field and now have to go on the road where it becomes a lot more challenging, that's a problem for New England, especially in a division where it's I wouldn't say it's opening up for grabs, but it's an uphill climb and it's extremely competitive and you have to fight tooth and nail for everything. What is your What is your reason to overreact? Where's your temptation to overreact on this NFL Sunday week two? On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on the Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Who needs a computer, really? I have no idea why it's not charging, but you know, live radio, anything can and will happen. It's kind of like the NFL. We'll let you hear the reaction from Sunday Night Football in New England straight ahead. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. To the After Hours Podcast. Mostert, the running back. Waddle flat to the right. They give it to Mostert. Mostert, big hole up the middle. 30, 20, 10. Touchdown, Miami. Oh, Raheem Mostert. He just put that into fourth gear real quickly, and it was over. Nobody was going to catch him. We'll continue to watch film, continue to grow, continue to get better. You know, I... I think the defense did a lot of great things for us, giving us opportunities to, to get the ball in the end zone. We didn't capitalize, and you know, I thought our O-line did great. Our run game was solid. So you know, to, to the point of taking what they give you, you know, I, I made a costly mistake. That could have been, it could have been costly, but it's a team sport. So just happy that, that we could come out with a win. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. Tua and the Miami Dolphins are now 2-0. He doesn't have 466 yards passing like last week in Los Angeles, but 250 along with a touchdown, and you hear him reference his mistake, his interception, which kind of served a little bit like a punt. So for the... For the Miami Dolphins, one of the things that I like is that we've seen different iterations of the offense, and certainly the defense, a team that, while last week, or a unit, I should say, while last week gave up a lot of yards to the Chargers, they're able to lock down and able to help protect the lead once... The Dolphins had it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Winning that turnover battle again, especially on the road, is always huge. If you're a Dolphins fan, are you tempted to overreact? Oh, even more so if you're a Patriots fan, are you tempted to overreact? You can find me on Twitter, Radio, and also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Coming up at the top of the hours, about 35 minutes from now, Dave Hyde of the South Florida Sun Sentinel will join us. A repeat guest of ours, who's obviously been charting, not just Tua last season, and of course the quarterback situation with the Dolphins, but the offseason and how he got to the point at which he is ready to start fresh 
2023. Seems like the Dolphins do go toe-to-toe with the Patriots every year. To be able to go on the road in New England in week number two, up against Bill Belichick and his defense, that's a big deal. Playing this defense is they, they're not going to give up too many explosives. Um, they really want you to work for yardage, and it's, it's definitely a take-what-they-give-you kind of defense. And uh, they, you know, they play sound football, so they're trying to force you to make mistakes. It felt tremendous, man. Um, those those fans are, you know, some of the worst fans in the in, in the NFL, and, I, and I'm gonna stand on that, man, because they're they are real nasty, and some of the things that they were saying wasn't, you know, I wouldn't say in church. So um, yeah, it felt great to uh, wave goodbye to the fans, and I'll do it again. Bye. So Tyree Kill not quite as diplomatic as Tua complimenting Bill Belichick and the defense and how hard it is to play in New England. Uh, Tyreek waving goodbye and and directing it at the fans, not the Patriots themselves. It wasn't Tyreek that made the most noise on the field. It was Mostert. 18 carries, 121 yards, and a score. Huge opportunity there for the Dolphins to be able to control the ball and use the run game, protect Tua, and also then control the game. It's one of my favorite sayings. Control the ball, control the game. And the Dolphins barely won the time of possession battle. But they did have a lot more rushing yards. And ultimately, able to get six of their first downs with the rush. Which is good. Not, I mean, they're going to pass more often, right? Because that's their strength. By the way, Jalen Waddell, who hauled in nearly 90 yards worth of receptions, he ended up leaving in the fourth quarter after a a big hit. Don't have an update from him with Mike McDaniel. Uh, McDaniel had a unique way of describing this victory in New England. Long. Uh, No, it was was a divisional matchup, as you expect, um, where those are hard. Um, to to really separate yourself. Sometimes you have the opportunity to, um, you know, in your mind put the game away, but generally against good football teams, that's not the case. Um, I thought that complementary football um, did exist. I thought the team played well together, picked up on um, each other's momentum. Yeah, you take it however you can get it. A win is a win is a win is a win, especially on the road and especially early in the season. As for the Patriots, I told you Bill Belichick won't have nearly as much to say as Mike McDaniel. Not too much to say after that one. Uh, I mean, there's something to say. Tough, uh, tough loss. Um, But got to learn from it and uh, just keep working harder and, and move on. Our defense has continued. Uh, to do a great job in the games, and we saw it firsthand in practice all offseason. So they just got to keep doing their thing, and we got to figure it out on our side. Mac Jones, 31 of 42, 231 yards, has a touchdown, has a pick, got sacked four times. And so the O-line lost that battle in the trenches. Not only did the defensive line, the, the defense, I should say, the pass rush get through, 
to Mac Jones, but they weren't able to run the ball. And maybe they run the ball a little more if they're not trailing by a couple of touchdowns early. But yet again, that's what I mentioned. When you fall behind early by two scores, sometimes that limits your options. A lot of times that limits what you can do offensively. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm not concerned about the Pats as much as it might be a temptation for New Englanders or Patriots fans around the country to overreact. Because the biggest problem to me is falling behind early on. It's coming out flat. I don't want to say unprepared to play because that's not fair. That would maybe seem to indicate an issue with the coaching staff and having them ready, and we know that's not the case. But for whatever reason, two games at home to start the season, they've not hit the ground running. Do they need Tom Brady to come bolting out of the tunnel yelling LFG? Except last week he did that. No, it it took him longer. But he did do that since he was honored at halftime, and it didn't spark them to a quick start. They have to match the intensity. They have to match the sense of urgency of their opponents. And now they really do because they're already in an 0-2 hole with two games at home. But I don't think there's a reason to panic. I do love the, the veteran leadership on the Patriots' side of things, and I believe they can turn it around, same as the Bengals, for instance. I know we lost. I know it look it looks bad. You you two and zero. You start two and zero, but it's not a bad team. So don't get to asking those type of questions. Uh, we gonna matter of fact. We gonna speak matter of fact. But uh, I don't think we about to hang our head up here or in a locker room. I feel like we're a great team. I feel like we showed great things uh, these last two games. We showed great plays, great attributes. Uh, we showed uh, uh, really promising things. We just need to keep working, keep trusting the process, keep putting it together, and things will start turning around. Matthew Judon, first of all, had a sack and a couple of hits. He says, we're not going to talk X's and O's. And also, I like how he says we're 2-0. and o. Well, kind of. I mean, kind of. You do have two of something. And then Dredrick Wise, who is on that defensive line, had several tackles. The defense is good. There's, a, there's some experience on both sides of the ball which is why it's a little surprising that they get behind early, but got to give credit to both the Eagles and the Dolphins for the way they've jumped on the Pats, especially at Gillette, to try to silence the crowd a little bit. Although you can hear them roaring at the end when they're coming back. And Tyree Kill, on this day, on this night, ends up with the last lav and the last wave. All right, Producer Jay has put up a spot on our show Twitter after our CBS. Where's the temptation to overreact after two games? Week two, although we still have a doubleheader on Monday night. Our Facebook page two, we'll get that all ready and up and available for you. Later on, we'll have the Monday MVP poll, which was won by Tyree Kill last week. Now, straight ahead, the biggest story of week number one, by far, Aaron Rodgers' ruptured Achilles. Four minutes, four plays into the Jets' 
season for offensive plays. He's in recovery now in California. The job belongs to Zach Wilson. But in Dallas, that's a tough ask. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Ball near the left hash. Prescott in the gun. Back is on his left. Snap goes back. Looking to his left. Looking, looking. Checks it down. Ferguson at the one. Leans over the pylon. Touchdown. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Dallas Cowboys with their home opener. Hosting... A beleaguered New York Jets team that had lost Aaron Rodgers just days before. And the Cowboys race out to a 10-point lead with a real lopsided time of possession in that first half. With the call there on the Cowboys radio network, it's Brad Sham. We know what this Cowboys defense is capable of. right? We know they can hold a New York Giants team with a bunch of weapons. Scoreless. We know they can win the turnover battle. Did you really think they were going to be able to shut out a second team for a second week in a row? Zach Wilson, play action, drops the throw, fires one over the middle, and it's caught. Breaking free, Garrett Wilson. Left sideline of the 40, right down the middle of the field, down to the 30, 20, 10, 5. That's a jet touchdown. Garrett Wilson strikes, and the Jets are on the board. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not back-to-back shutouts. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. So New York wakes up with a 68-yard catch and run by Garrett Wilson. You hear it with Bob with shoes in there on Jets Radio. It was kind of fun on CBS if you were watching the game. Jim Nance and Tony Romo were pointing out that during the previous timeout on the sidelines... You had Zach and Garrett 
in a, it wasn't a heated discussion. It was spirited. We'll call it spirited. This wasn't A.J. Brown asking for the ball or asking to be more involved in the offense. This was the two of them passionately discussing an opportunity. And not only did they discuss it with a lot of spirit, they executed it with a lot of spirit. It was a sweet cross from Garrett, and he snags the pass, perfectly placed by Zach, and it was off to the races. Though Dallas does respond. And I got the sense that at least initially, yeah, there might be an opportunity here or there. Sure, you're talking about some major playmakers on the Jets' offense. Even though it's not Aaron Rodgers, we know Garrett Wilson and others – These were Brees Hall. These were two incredibly prosperous rookies last year before Brees got hurt, certainly. But it felt a little bit like a cat and a mouse or my cat playing with the mouse, torturing the mouse, and then just kind of leaving the mouse for dead because eventually she got bored with it. First and goal at the one, straight eye formation, play fake, looking right, left, throws it in the end zone, caught. Flag is down. This is the first professional catch and touchdown for Luke Schoonmaker if the penalty is on the defense. How about that? The tight end, Luke Schoonmaker, with his first NFL catch, and it's a touchdown. (laughs) Yes, in fact, the flag was against the defense. Brad Sham on Cowboys Radio. In the second half, it was all Dallas D. The big D. In the big D. Four takeaways. And I know it's easy to focus on three interceptions by Zach Wilson. It it wasn't just on Zach. They had to throw the ball, right? They had to try to chuck and duck. They had to take some risks because they were behind. New York defense did actually do its best to limit the points after the mistakes. So believe it or not, despite four turnovers by the Jets in the second half, Cowboys only managed two field goals off those turnovers. So there is a lot of potential and promise with the Jets. This was a tough matchup for them and a tough matchup for Zach Wilson. This number blew me away. And Mike McCarthy referenced it post-game, even as the Cowboys didn't give up anything really in the second half. Dallas had a plus 24 and a half minute margin in the time of possession. They had the ball for 24 and a half minutes longer than did the Jets. And when the Jets had the ball, they struggled on third down. One for 10 against the Cowboys defense on third down. So it wasn't a shutout. But if you are in the business of overreacting, I bet there are some Cowboys fans (laughs) that are tempted to overreact with two victories against two New York teams in two weeks. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, the defense was dynamic, but so was Dak Prescott. To me, this was his better game of the two that we've seen so far. And it's a lot of fun to see... Actually, the the way that the, the run game with Tony Pollard, we saw him last year be willing to do anything the Cowboys asked of him in order to be out there on the field. He's now the feature back, right, because Ezekiel Elliott is with the 
Oh, he's with the Patriots. Yeah, we didn't see a whole lot of him on Sunday night. So to have the Tony Pollard component, to be able to run the ball, and and they did against the Jets, 134 rushing yards, but to have the complimentary defense, and in the second half, the defense actually being the leader and setting the tone, this is really impressive what the Cowboys have done in two weeks. Coach uh, set out a, a goal, 28 completions. Obviously, we hit that. Um, run game did a great job. Uh, we've got to score more. We've got to get more touchdowns uh, rather than field goals. Um, but at the end of the day, in this league, it's about getting the job done and winning the game and being complimentary of your defense. And um, I think we did that. Uh, as you said, very efficient in, in ways. And um, But we left a lot out there still. I mean, that, that's the standard of this offense, standard of this team. Um, we expect to score touchdowns on every drive. And so when you don't do that, uh, you know, you, you're, you still haven't hit your goal, I guess you can say. So, um, yeah, a lot we can do better. But but overall, a very efficient team win that I'm uh, proud of. It's hard to win in this league. For their defense, uh, obviously went through a you know quarterback change. And, you know, we, we, we felt going in that we were need, needed to control the ball, go the long way uh, with efficiency. And, you know, and the guys did a great job executing the plan. Um, you know, I think we were, what, plus 20 or 20 um, minutes uh, time possession at halftime. And, but, uh, you know, obviously the score was 18-10. You know, and I think our, our defense just opened it up clearly you know, with the four takeaways. So, you know, plus four, you know, took, took good care of the ball. Um, we had a lot going on with our offensive line. Uh, but that's, uh, you know, that's complimentary football. That's, that was our, that was the outlook going in, and, and our players did an excellent job. So the Dallas Cowboys moved to 2-0 and while the Jets are at 1-1, and but without Aaron Rodgers. Instead, it's Zach Wilson getting his first start since last season. And yes, there were three interceptions, but you may have heard multiple guys following the game defending Zach. This is not all on him. Up until we had to force it, you know, I thought he did a really nice job. He, he hit a uh, that stri- the, the uh, strike route to um, Garrett for that big touchdown. I thought he did a really nice job at the end of half, uh, moving the chains, getting us some points. Um, it just, uh, like I said, it, uh, that team, when you have to get into a drop-back game with those guys consistently, it's not it's not going to be pretty. Just constantly building, you know, constantly building. It's, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's there for sure, and... Um, and, um, you know, game flow is always plays into that. And, and we try not to go out of our way to do anything. But, but um, you know, we know it's there. And whenever that time comes, you know, we'll be ready. Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson did start working on their chemistry last year. And we've seen them with a lot of conversation. Even Garrett last week, really complimentary of Zach. The way he came off the bench and stepped in, kind of got the huddle focused and moving forward when Rodgers went down. And I know, again, like Robert Sala said, they had to throw the ball in the second half, meaning the Cowboys' defense was waiting for them. The Cowboys' defense could set up based on New York being much more one-dimensional. Zach Wilson was the leading rusher in this game. Okay, so (laughs) that's not what, first of all, what the Jets want, but second of all, that's not indicative of what would be a competitive game, right? So you're throwing the ball more. You're having to take risks. And so, yeah, there were three interceptions. 170 yards and the score for Zach Wilson as well. He was sacked three times. I thought I was seeing it well for the first three quarters of that game, but, you know, we kept getting stopped. And, you know, there's always going to be things we can keep cleaning up. But, you know, I thought I was seeing it well, at least for the, for the first three quarters. And, um, 
you know, I think if we go back and watch this film, we'll be able to keep, keep pushing on some of that stuff. When you're racking up plays, I think we saw almost 90 of them today. Yeah, you're, you're going to run out of gas. And, uh, and we just didn't give ourselves a chance defensively to get off the field, to give our offense a chance to, to get any kind of rhythm going. Robert Sala has got to keep his spirits up. <laughs> and, and there were a couple of moments where you could see him real fired up on the sidelines. That's who he is. He's got a lot of adrenaline, a lot of energy. Maybe a younger version of Pete Carroll, just as intense. And the team will take their cue from him. But the team will also take its cue from some of the veterans on the defense. Yeah, Zach Wilson's a leader really just by default. But according to everyone who's around him, he's a lot more mature. He's a lot more prepared. He's a lot more confident. This was a tough way to jump in and get his feet wet. Not only taking over for Aaron last week really abruptly and with the team kind of shell-shocked, and they got the win, and now this week on the road in Dallas. It was ugly. The second half was ugly. So give credit to the Cowboys because they knew exactly what they had to do. And don't look now, but in the NFC Beast, three teams are 2-0. and Bowser's going to be tough. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.